0: Open your Bibles to the book of John, John chapter 16. And I want to conclude this message here. Uh, I preached uh, uh, from verses 6 through 8 the last time. And I want to pick up, I'm picking up at verse 9. But I'll read, I'll read verse 7 just for contextual reasons. Amen. If you have your Bible, if you stand for the reading of God's word. All right. Jesus is getting ready to go away. He's getting ready to die, go to the cross. He's talking to his disciples. They are grieving. They are crying, literally. They're like, like, why are you going away? Why do you have to leave us, Jesus? We want you here. We want you to stay with us forever. Isn't that something? Something when you get around the presence of God, amen. And when you get around Jesus, you want to stay with him. But look what he says. He says in verse seven, he says, but I tell you the truth. It is to what? It is to your advantage. Now, what advantage was that? If Jesus hadn't died on the cross, saints, our sins would not be forgiven today. Come on, somebody. If Jesus had not hung, bled, and died and died such a vicious death, we would not be saved today. And I thank God for what he did on Calvary. The text says that I go away, for if I do not go away, the what? The helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And he, when he comes, look at that, will what? Convict the world concerning what? And sin and what? And righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin because they what? They did not believe in me. And concerning what? Righteousness because I go to the Father And what? And you no longer see me. And concerning judgment, because what? Turn to your name and say, "We we are winners. Because the rulers of this, the ruler, I'm sorry, of this world has what? Has already been judged. Come on, let's pray together. Father, we thank you. Bless this word now, God. Be my, be the preacher now. Fill me a fresh Holy Spirit now. Bless the hearts and the minds of your people, Lord. Holy Spirit, illuminate the Word of God to us now. Would you speak now? We're listening. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Thank God. You may be seated in the presence of God. Amen. Amen. I want to tell you this passage brings me much comfort. This series has been such a blessing to me. Uh, It is, as I said, a little bit controversial because um, a lot of people um, have a hard time understanding who the Holy Spirit is. A lot of people are confused as to what to do or how to relate to him. And I believe that that has been Satan's plan from the beginning. I've told you throughout this series that you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. I told you last week that there was the priority of his coming. I told you last week the purpose for his coming. I told you the person that came. And lastly, I told you the power that he came with. Amen. The Holy Spirit has so much power, amen, that he can literally take a life that is broken, a life that, was, that is just hanging on by a thread a life, a person, amen, who is simply just stuck in unbelief and the Holy Spirit can transform you Amen. In the, it, listen, he can transform you over time. I want to say in the blink of an eye, he can, but it's up to you. You have to yield to him. Amen. The, Jesus is getting ready to go away. And as I said, he's talking to his disciples here in John 16, and he's telling them, he says, listen, I'm going away. Amen. He knew that we needed something beyond ourselves to live this Christian life. Can I ask a question? Isn't it, isn't it tough sometimes? Isn't it that with temptation? Come on, somebody. With, with trials? Amen. With turmoils? With storms? How many have been in a storm lately? Amen. Some of us been in a storm lately, the storm of unbelief, the storm, the financial storm, the the storms that rage in our lives. You know what I love about the storms of life? You got to remember that you're not alone. God has placed inside of you a GPS, a global positioning satellite system that no matter where you are, come on somebody, no matter where you end up, guess what? He's there. Psalm 139 says, before word, how does God know before word is in my mouth? You got to watch what you say sometimes, all the time, eh? most of the time. Amen. He said, before word is in your mouth. Guess what? I know it. And so now the plan now that Jesus left the Holy Spirit, he ascended to heaven. You see the picture? He ascended to heaven. First of all, rose from the dead, walked the earth for 40 days after he resurrected. Watch this. And then he met his disciples upon the hill and he said, you know what? I'm out of here. But he says, but what I want you to do is I want you to go to Jerusalem. Amen. And I want you to go wait. Now watch this. It took faith for them to obey him after he left. You know how we act when daddy's not around. Y'all remember being kids when your mama left? Amen. We couldn't wait. <laughs> Amen. Listen, my mom used to, used to work. She used to drive, you know, she used to sell, uh, you know, goods uh, to, to, stores and stuff. And so she, we would, we would get up and wait. Saturday morning, we would sit there waiting. And from the time she was gone, oh man, listen, it was on. Amen. We done turned the music up. Amen. I think we just wanted to destroy the kitchen, this to destroy it. Amen. Eat up everything. Come on. Somebody know what I'm talking about. Amen. My mom used to lock her door. She had a padlock on her door. Cause she said, Y'all ain't going up in there. <laughs> Cause we used to go in there and take her soda and then put water back in it. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have the Holy Spirit then. <laughs> And so you know, so it's like it's like we're born with a natural bent towards what? Towards sin, right? Isn't that isn't that isn't that primarily what we're born to? You know, the world is a perverted place, amen. It is, and so wherever you go, you can't even you can't even get on your on your on your phone or the internet without some form of 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 pornography and I'll talk to you about that word next week. Watch this and all kinds of stuff and sin is everywhere. And listen, and sin is easy for you to run into. Do I have anybody? Y'all not trying to hear me. Yeah, I'm talking about sin. I said sin is easy to run into. Do I have somebody? And oftentimes, amen, when we find ourselves in sin, if we are there comfortably, listen to me real good. If we are in sin comfortably without any conviction, then you got to ask yourself a question, who's in me? Do I have anybody? And so the text says in verse 16, uh, chapter 16, verse 9, Jesus told them, listen, I'm going away, verse 7. I'm leaving you a helper, right? But he says, because what? He said, but if I go, verse 7, away, I will do what? I will send him to who? To you, right? So Jesus is saying, I'm leaving, but I'm sending him to you. Why am I sending him to you? Because guess what? Throughout the Old Testament, right? The children of Israel, they had the law. Watch this. The law, which is the word of God, is supposed to do what? Huh? It's supposed to convict us and make us do right. But watch this. You remember when you just ran that red light? You know what that light was for? That's the law. You know what the light was for? You know why it was red? It's so that you would stop. Now watch this. The law says that I'm going to trust you. Come on, somebody. That every time you see red, you're going to stop. But oftentimes we see yellow and we think it means go. Come on, somebody. It means to speed up. And then all of a sudden you get to the light and it turned red and boom, you're gone through. Am I right about it? See, the law that what you just did was you just broke the law. And watch this. And you had no remorse. Oh, I'm going somewhere. Listen, you had no what? remorse. You know, when you were doing your thing, amen. I, I'm trying to keep it clean today. Amen. When you were out there in them streets doing your stuff, it felt right. Come on somebody, but you knew it wasn't right. Am I right about it? And watch this. And isn't it amazing? This is what happened to the children of Israel. They knew it was wrong because God had written it, but they lacked the power Watch this, to restrain themselves, watch this, from doing right. And so what God knew that we needed is that we needed something more powerful than ourselves that would every time I go to sin, guess what? I'm convicted. See, I'm trying to show you that sin can come in your life so uh, so unnoticed And you can think that I'm living righteously when you got some, when you have, watch this, when you have some strange fire in your house. I'm going somewhere. When you got some stuff that don't belong there, some stuff that was borrowed and stolen, and you say it's mine, right? But the law says you ain't supposed to have it. All right. And so what I want you to do says is I want you to be in tune with him because watch what the Bible says. I got three points, four points, and I'm going to go. Look what he says first. He says in verse, verse, verse 9, he says, and what? And, and, and he said he'll send them to us, right? And he, when he comes, will do what? He will convict the world, what? Concerning what? Sin. So therefore the Holy Spirit's primary function, amen, one of his primary functions, right, is what? Concerning sin. So the first point is this. He deals with the real issues in our lives. What's the real issue, Saints? It's not about how much you've cursed, it's the sin that's in your life. Listen, if you can comfortably cheat on your wife, step out on your husband. Cheat on your taxes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Put put babies that were not even there. You don't even know them. You, you see what I'm saying? You like, yeah, that's my child. But but they had game for you, right? Now they want verification. You get that letter later on after you get that money talking about that ain't your child, because such and such done claimed her. Like that go. Girl, didn't I tell you don't do that? And we think that we're getting over, but here's what he says. Listen, the Holy Spirit's primary, the primary function of why he's here, he's dealing with what? The real issue. Saints, you know what the real issue is right now? Sin. Listen, the world has a perverted, watch this, a perverted sense of right and wrong. Let me say it one more time. A perverted sense of what? Right and wrong. You know what? They call evil good. Amen. And that's a perverted sense. Are you with me? God knew that we would be living in a time like this, so He sent someone to keep us until He takes us home. Do I have anybody? Now, here's the thing: my convictions did not come. Listen, I was singing. I was pray. I wasn't really singing, but I was praising. I was, I was, I was preaching. I was, I was studying his word. I was going to school. You find say I had all this word in me, but this one, listen, so some of us have some bad habits that the Holy Spirit needs to convict. Listen, and let me tell you, the only way that you're going to get rid of it is if you're convicted to do it. Are you with me? I can't preach at all, sister, Hun, I got to go on. Look what he says. Look what he says. He says, concerning sin, because what? Because they do not what? Verse nine, believe what? Believe what? In me. So here's the thing. If you are a believer living in sin and you're comfortable about it, then it's possibly you don't really believe in him. Now, I knew I believed in him, but I was compartmentalizing him until the Holy Spirit got into that area of my life. Are you with me? Until he started dealing with me in that area. So the next point is this. Not only does he deal with the real issues in our lives, but he reveals the real solution. You know what the real solution is? Believe in Jesus. Listen, there's no way that you can live a Christian life without first believing in Jesus Christ. Here's the thing. And after you believe, as I've been talking about in 905, you must make him Lord of your life. And when Jesus is Lord of your life, not only when you're struggling, amen, watch this, the Holy Spirit will come in and he will comfort you in your time of struggle. You know what? It feels good to pay for the software. Come on, somebody. It feels good, amen, to no longer have to tuck and hide to drink and tie the smoke. and You understand what I'm saying? I ain't got to do none of that kind of stuff no more because guess what? I've been delivered. Have you been delivered? Come on, somebody. And here's the thing. You know you're walking in freedom when you don't have to adjust, amen, to hide from stuff. Listen, you and the Holy Spirit, y'all got to have that conversation. It's not up to me to judge you, but the Bible says if you are a believer, though, <laughs> amen, my, my job is to come to you and say, brother, amen, you got to get that right, amen, and if you're struggling with that, we can work together to help you through whatever you're going through, what's the, what's the real solution, saints? The real solution is not how, how loud I shout. The real solution is not how, how, how much I show up at church. But the real issue is that I must believe. He says, he says right here. He says what? He says concerning what? He says right here. He says, and he came, I'm sorry, verse 9. Concerning sin because they what? They did not, they did not believe. Watch this. They did not believe in who? In me. You know what Jesus is saying? They rejected me. And so therefore, because the world has rejected me for so long, you need the Holy Spirit to cause you to believe again. Are you with me? Next verse, verse 10, he says, and concerning what? Righteousness. Righteousness. Now this word righteousness, amen, means right living. So here's what the Holy Spirit helps you with. First, the Holy Spirit helps you to recognize the sin, the real issue. Then, watch this, he shows you the real solution. Who is that? Jesus. But here's the next thing he does. The next thing he does, not only does he reveal the real solution, but the third thing he does is he reveals real righteousness. Here's the thing. He gives you an example in Jesus. Listen, stop looking at everybody else and look at Jesus. Listen, we are bad examples. Come on, somebody. Until we have matured. And listen, we all fall short. But the key thing is, what the Holy Spirit comes to do is to help you to live righteously. Amen. He He gives you the listen. I found out I cannot live right without the Holy Spirit. I cannot see my sinfulness until I understand who He is. I cannot understand Jesus. Without the Holy Spirit, I may be living, come on somebody, watch this, on a false promise, but this promise right here is true. He says, I'm sending someone, hallelujah, who when he comes concerning righteousness, he says, because I go where? To the Father, and you no longer see me. So in other words, what he's saying is, you and I can't see Jesus, But guess what? We can see him through the light of the word of God. We can see him in the testimony of those here today who've been delivered from sin. Do I have anybody? I've been set free. The question is, have you been set free? See, he shows us in the life of other people that it's possible to go from the club to the church. Come on, somebody. He shows us through the life of the of other people that you can go from a crack pipe, amen, to preach the gospel. I wish I had somebody. He shows us, amen, that he can clean us up and cause us... To live a righteous life. Let me tell you something. You know what it is? Here's the here's the deal. It's not you. There's nothing inside of you that would really, really, really convince you if you didn't if you not saved to do the right thing. Listen, what is right <laughs> and what is wrong? Now you that's called your epistemology. And your epistemology is based simply upon your theology. And if your theology is not, watch this, straight, then guess what? You can't live a righteous life. Do I have anybody? And so, what the Holy Spirit does is He comes inside of us and He helps us to walk out this life. Righteousness. I'm praying. I'm not cussing everybody out. I'm not high strung anymore. Amen. He's he's taking all of these residue of sin. Listen, I've been practicing sin for a long time. But you know what I know about the Holy Spirit? He does not impose his will on us. He, watch this. He operates as you yield to him. At, watch this. He's not the person inside of you that's going to force you, that's going to keep you in a Pharisaic mindset or a religious mindset. Watch this. God will use you with your mess. Come on, somebody. And it's usually while you're ministering in your mess, Watch this, that you become convicted that you got to live differently. So here's the thing. Those of you talking about, oh, let me me wait till I get it together. You know what I said? Let me wait till I get it together. Amen. To come to the church. No, 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 baby. Come as you are. Because God uses sinners. And I know that inside of you, you don't have the power, but the Holy Spirit has the power to transform you, yeah. to live right. Yeah. How you going to you know, you tell people all the time, live right, yeah. you can't live right yeah. apart from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Because he says concerning what? Righteousness. And lastly, I'm going my seat. I got to go. He said, verse 11, he says, and concerning what? Judgment. Yeah. Watch this now. Because the ruler of this world know who the ruler of this world is thank you brother the ruler of this world now that word is a little bit lower than Lord <laughs> that word in the Greek has does not have the idea of lordship it just means sir the ruler of this world is who and can I tell you something Satan has a way watch this of fooling us as believers. I really thought, I'm gonna use me, that I was doing the right thing. I knew it was wrong, but I justified it simply because, watch this, because I wanted it so bad, but I wasn't willing to pay the price for it. I'm going somewhere. And some of you today, you want it so bad, but you want to cut corners and you want to, you want to tip and dip and you want, to, you, know, you want to do your thing your way. But let me tell you something. Let me show you something that's real powerful and I'm going to sit down. Not only does he reveal real righteousness, but lastly, he, re- he reveals a real victory. You see, stop blaming Satan everything that you're doing that the Holy Spirit has convicted you of. Watch this. Stop blaming Satan. Satan has already been defeated. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Satan has already been defeated. All you have to do is be filled with the Spirit walk in the spirit, be led by the spirit, be empowered by the spirit and he and then you can live a spirit-filled life. Give God a hand clap of praise.